Wessex LMCs supporting you and your practice. Hi, I'm Carol Cusack, Director of Primary Care at Wessex LMCs. And my name is Helene Irvin, I'm the Nurse Advisor at Wessex LMCs. So what we thought we would do in this um, particular podcast is just to discuss the major themes that CQC appear to be concentrating on at the moment. So Helene, do you want to start with the usual safeguarding? Yes, so safeguarding, you won't be surprised, they are really hot on this, so just make sure your staff um, are up to the appropriate level with the uh, with the training around safeguarding. And also make sure that any locum staff that you're using, whatever level, um, have the appropriate level of training. You won't be surprised either that they are still very hot on sepsis and identification of the deteriorating patient. Um, and that's for all levels of staff, not just clinical staff, but administration staff. And we have quite a comprehensive um, uh, lunch and learn training package that you can access and um, run through all your staff, which is really useful. And the other area that uh, they seem to be hot on is clinical supervision, particularly around non-medical prescribers. Um, and there's, again, a section on our website that um, you can access. Uh, fridge temperatures. The important thing about this is don't just record them, uh, know what to do if there's a, an error or break in the cold chain, and also to make sure that everybody involved in the cold chain understand the process. I think sometimes we can get a bit complacent about the stuff that's always been there, and I think it doesn't worth, you know, just, it's, it's really helpful to refresh our thoughts on that. Obviously really hot, particularly what's going on nationally around hand washing um, and audits for staff. It's very easy to set up a simple hand washing uh, reminder. Uh, and that, again, ensure it's embedded within your infection control policy and any locum staff is in their packs as well. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, so so I think I'd say if, if you do audits on anything, please make sure you record them, please make sure they're available. CQC absolutely love audits and risk assessments, but also like to see that you've actually done something with them. Don't just do them and and sit there and do nothing with them. The other thing is that any policies that you have written, you must actually follow them. So we've become aware of quite a a number of practices who use the um, downloaded policies from first practice management or practice index. Absolutely fine. You know, why reinvent the wheel? However, CQC will catch you out if those policies don't have your name in or or that your staff aren't actually aware of them. So make sure they become yours, even if you do download them. And can I just add to that? I think it's the opportunity as well, if you're working across PCNs, it's the opportunity to look at your policies and have shared policies, particularly if staff are working across practices to make sure the quality of care, they're robust mm. um, and, and, and share those. I think that's another yeah, point, really. Absolutely. And, and like I said earlier, Sometimes in policies, it's got things like we will undertake a DBS every two years. Now, you should know by now, you do not have to renew DBSs. Um, The fact that a lot of people are using transportable ones now is great. But if a person keeps the same job, you don't have to um, update the DBS. However, if you've got in your policy, we will update every two years or three years, then unfortunately, you do have to. So my advice was go back to your policy and change it back that you don't renew them unless somebody changes their job role. Why why add to the burden both financially and administratively? The other thing that's come up quite a lot lately is around training. 
Um, CQC are very keen to make sure that everybody um, has the right training at their level um, for whatever jobs they're doing. And I know that a number of practices use the excellent Bluestream Academy. However, be very, very careful. On Bluestream Academy, every person that gets put in there gets a tick against every single training um, requirement. So you need to go in and physically remove the ticks of the um, bits of training that are not applicable to certain members of staff. So, you know, if it's got safeguarding level three for an HCA, take that tick out because that is not necessary. Um, if there's a tick there that says it has to be done, CQC will insist it's done and they will mark you down if it's not. A lot of um, us now do um, online or e-learning training. I think also, though, it's worth checking that people actually understand um, and how that affects their role. So a common question um, at CQC inspections will be to ask a HCA, for example, is how do they check a patient's understanding for consent for treatment? Um, so I think any training that's done on, online, it's worth sharing with all members of staff and, and, and look at the learning um, outcome and how that impacts on their practice. Yeah. Um, the next thing um, that has um, come up very much of late is COF exception reporting. Um, CQC, unfortunately, have now got an understanding about this, which they didn't have a few years ago. Um, what you've got to show is that you actually understand your demographic. So... If patients are, let's say, in an area of deprivation, maybe the learning isn't as great as you'd like it to be, find ways of getting them to respond to reminder letters or to, um, you know, information saying you need to come in for this check or that check. And although under exception reporting now, it says only two um, letters need to go. Actually, it's still three for cervical screening and CQC know that and therefore they look at the two national ones that have gone out, but they then come back and say, so what have you done for the third one? What is it you, you're doing to make sure that those women come in for their cervical screening? Sometimes as well, um, there are some issues at the moment, um, particularly with the clinical systems, where after two reminders, the um, the reminder gets removed. So the person gets exception reported immediately. Um, so you do have to make sure that you actually do do that third reminder and whether it's by SMS, whether it's an opportunistic flag on the record, whether it's um, a nurse phone in the patient, make sure that you do and record that third reminder. Um, uh, just a few other areas that they seem to be picking up on. One is, um, for example, children who, who DNA same day access, how do you follow those up? And in fact, one practice actually picked up on the fact that they hadn't followed the patient up from a DNA appointment in secondary care. Um, another one has been um, how letters are being processed in the practice. Do you have a robust system to ensure that nothing gets missed? They're also looking at appropriate staffing levels and also competency of staff. For example, your staff that may be offering same day access. What training have they had? What evidence of training have they had? What's the clinical supervision in place? Um, and how do you show they're, they're competent and capable to um, undertake that particular role? I think the thing to remember is, you know, you're all really good at what you do. Most of, of what you do is absolutely spot on. 
a lot of the time we forget to evidence it and we forgot we actually forget to say how good we are Mm -hmm. I mean in that um, presentation that you do at the beginning of the visit for goodness sake speak up and just point out how good you are how caring you are how effective how responsive and how well led and particularly how safe you are so you you must remember to say it don't assume they know anything treat them like idiots yep why not and, you know, just to sort of emphasise, just back up really what Carol has said, I think we we all assume during our day job that what we're doing is OK, but actually we could be really outstanding at what we're doing. Um, so this is your opportunity to, to share your expertise and the progress you're making and any innovation that you've done. So don't assume that you're just running the same as any other practice. And also, you know, we're here to help you, so please don't forget to ask us for help. Um, CQC has been around for a while so it's easy to become complacent if we said but we have a lot of experience of answering queries and practices around CQC so please ask and there is a lot of advice on our website don't leave everything to the last minute that's the other thing we would say yep okay Thank you're you. great go for it Wessex LMC's supporting you and your practice